It's just about that time of the week. Time for the weekly Weebs podcast. Grab your friends, family, waifus, and husbandos, and join your favorite Weebs for an exciting show of anime talk. Hosts Crimson, Frenchie, Wickwicky, and Zario Machini will review and suggest shows, talk about news from the industry, and tackle some of the biggest arguments in the world of anime. It's the Weekly Weebs Podcast, starting now. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Weebs Podcast. Just kidding, is this an episode? No, we're just doing a review because we're busy working on stuff for the panel. Hi, I think I already introduced myself. I'm WickWiki. Today's news is about Black Clover. Guess what? It's coming back from whatever it was, the hiatus it was doing. Guess what? Gonna have a time skip. That's my news. To my left. What's up, everyone? It's Frenchie here. I uh, want to let everyone know that uh, uh, although San Diego Comic-Con is going to be this weekend, obviously the most important thing is Anime Iowa. And Wiki mentioned we got the panel coming up Saturday night at uh, 9 o'clock in Programming 3. I'm making thingies. We are making thingies. Yeah. Come and see what the thingies are. Uh, if you're going to be at Anime Iowa, come and join us, 9 to 10 p.m., Programming 3. We're going to be talking about the dummy mommies and daddy issues of anime. We'll be talking anime titties. We'll be talking the men that make us go, daddy? Anime dickies. And the women that we want to step on us. So come out and help us make the ultimate tier list. If you can't make it out, make sure to tune into our Facebook as we'll be live streaming the uh, event starting at 9 p.m. Um, my news for you, like I mentioned, San Diego Comic-Con going on this weekend and uh, kind of a fun mashup that they're doing. It's going to be the 20th anniversary of Naruto this uh, weekend as well. And as part of the celebration, the voice of Boruto, the voice of Shikamaru, and Zion Williamson, who for those of you that probably don't know who I'm talking about as he is a NBA star, um, he is one of the best young players in the National Basketball Association. And um, actually recently created a partnership with both Viz Media, Naruto, and with um, the Air Jordan brand to create um, some Naruto-themed shoes and merchandise. He actually got a -a one-of-a-kind artwork from the creator of Naruto, picturing with him as a shinobi from the Leaf. And um, he is going to also be at the event at San Diego Comic-Con signing autographs as part of the Naruto celebration. Which I think is really fucking interesting and really cool. That's really yeah, important. that's yeah. really sweet. Yeah, but like I said, San Diego Comic Con this weekend. More importantly, Anime Iowa this weekend as well. So make sure to come join us. And to my left, hello everyone. Welcome to our sub episode. Uh, I'm Crimson. This isn't a Dom episode. No, that that's Saturday. Okay. That's Saturday. Yep. Well, luckily, I'm a Switch, so I can do either. Uh, my news for you guys today is uh, there is a Tekken anime that is. Uh, got a release date. It's called Tekken Bloodline. It will be getting released uh, August 18th of this year. From what it looks like, it's going to be a Netflix original and takes place in between uh, Tekken 2 and 3 in regards to uh, Jin going to the Tournament of Power. So if you guys are big Tekken fans, go give it a, check, go give it a watch. It's got 16 confirmed characters in it currently. Um... And it seems like a lot of people have been really wanting this anime, so... Dude, I don't even know what Tekken is. Uh, Tekken is a fighting game. It's really all you need to know. It's not... <laughs> that's really it. It's just a fight... It's a fighting game. Hopefully it's good and they don't uh, be Tekken as shit. They probably also will. Also true. And to my left... What's up, guys? It's Zerio Machini. Uh, so my news uh, is that next week on Wednesday, the... I'm 
It doesn't matter. Wednesday, though, the uh, next one. 27th? That sounds kind of right. Yeah. Uh, on Crunchyroll, the Overlord English dub for season four will start. Chris Guerrero! Yes, he is, of course, returning as Einzel Gone. And Elizabeth Maxwell is, of course, returning as Alberto. Uh, it's, I think the sub is three episodes in. I don't know, I've been waiting for the dub. Uh, I refuse to watch Overlord sub because I love Heinz's voice. This is the first time I'm watching it subbed, and it's not as good. So I'm happy that the dub isn't going to be that far behind. I'll probably just start watching them both as they come out. That's, that's fair. Yeah. But yeah. So that's my news. Yeah, that's all the news, guys. Uh, the anime assignment, I already fucking forgot the name of it. But luckily, there's somebody here that knows the anime assignment, and it is from his roommate. Uh, it is a uh, skeleton knight in another world. Skeleton knight in another world. That was, was my anime assignment. It was recommended to us by the adventurer. By the adventurer. So that is it. Uh, I'm still working on the things. Um, and now we're gonna review Classroom of Elite. Um, so I'll get that part started. Uh, Classroom of Elite was one that I've seen sitting out there for a while. Uh, my wife actually watched it, I believe, late last year, and. I don't know why, but just watching it, uh, the little bit that I did kind of stood out to me. It had a little bit of, you know, some aspects of the Sassy Classroom, which mm-hmm. is interesting to me, while also kind of the class rivalry that we see in, like, My Hero Academia and other shows like that. It just, I actually, uh, it was a little bit of a slow burn, um, but it was actually a show that I was really interested in the plot of it. I really like the idea of an ultra-competitive high school like that. It reminded me of Kakagiri. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. That where everything you do has actions and consequences to your class standing, to basically your entire world of high school. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that... For me, personally, I thought the show did a decent job. Um... I do agree it was very much a slow burn, and at times it seemed kind of scattered in regards to what was really happening, because, like, at first, when it started, I was thinking that there was going to be more of an overarching, like, uh, like a more in-your-face kind of plot than there was, compared to, like, the, the what the school setting is, and kind of these subplots mixed into it. That I mean, the plot is pretty in-your-face. Well, it's they're trying to get to Class A, and that's what well, yeah. I wanted more of of them trying. It didn't seem like they were all like I wanted to see more conniving and scheming and more stuff that's, like that. Yeah, that's that's, about. but the plot was there. It told you what yeah. it was. Just they weren't doing stuff actively. I feel like they were doing stuff actively to push it. Just not as much as I personally wanted to see. I yeah. agree, yeah. and I I think we'll get more of that like in season two because season two did just come out. I think there are two or three episodes out for it. Um, I think the big thing was that. They really wanted to establish the characters in season one, which I did think they did a really good job of that. Uh, the, the characters that we get to know, that they do a good job of developing three or four major characters along with the main guy. Can I be honest? I don't even fuck about any of these characters. I don't, I don't I even fuck like, about the main character. I didn't give a fuck about the main character. He's boring as shit. The last episode, though, with his big reveal, I was like, okay, now we're getting something. Yeah, but that's, like, the last two minutes of the episode. And I agree. I also felt like, oh, now we're getting somewhere. And then the episode was over. When he was like, I play to win. I was like, ooh, personality. 
And it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's gone. Yeah. Um, I do wish that we got more of, like, that one chick who basically, like, blackmailed him. I wish we got oh, to yeah. see more of that sinister sti- uh, side from her after that moment. Because after that, it just seemed like that never happened. And oh. then every now and then it was brought up, but only because she would say, like, oh, I hate whatever the other chick is. Yeah. Uh... There's I can't a, remember anybody's fucking names because there's so either. many characters. The only one I remember is uh, Sakura because I thought, well, there's another Sakura I don't like. Uh, <laughs> um, but the chick that had like the the dual personality thing, I remember uh, there, there's a moment with her that pissed me off. Uh, and it was when they're having that chat closer to, to the end of the series, and he starts walking away, and she gets serious again, and, and she's like, you're weary of me now, aren't you? I knew it. I can sense that sort of thing. Like, and I, the fuck up. I was like, hold on, hold on. No, you are not allowed to be like, oh, this person that I told them that... Uh, if they didn't do what I said, I would tell people that he raped me, and now he's weary of me. Ugh! I the can't audacity. believe it. Yeah. Like, I can sense that sort of thing. Like, no, you can't sense that sort of thing. You caused it. You caused it. Yeah. There's a difference. For me, it, it felt like there were some pacing issues with this show that really threw me off. Like, it not only threw me off, but it just made me kind of it kind of lost my interest at times because of the pacing. I feel that. The part that I did really like is that as we learn more about the main character, it has a lot of that, you know, conniving, being four steps ahead of everyone, the type of stuff that I love from shows like Code Geass, Death Note. Like that. Obviously, it's not nearly on that level. Oh, yeah, we don't, I don't feel like we, we only learn like two things about the character. That's it. I know. But at the same time, that's what I'm saying. The little bit that we do start to learn about how intelligent he truly is mm-hmm. and how motivated he actually is yeah. makes me excited to see what season two might have in store. I think this is going to be a show that season one is good, not great, but season two and beyond is where it's going to shine. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't know if I'm going to watch season two. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to keep track of it just to see what it's like, but it did intrigue me enough to catch my attention for future seasons. Yeah. It definitely intrigued me in the first episode when they're uh, when they first are suffering the consequences of of being lazy and shit like that, and they really start finding out how things work. Yeah. I w- was really excited. I was honestly hoping to see a lot more of that. Yeah, it sounded like this was really going to be some brutal place, and like. It kind of is. I just don't really feel like the pressure is ever super on them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, my favorite part of this whole show was the island. Like, the last few episodes when they were at the yeah, island. Yeah, because that's when it was yes. actually started to get conniving. And all yeah. That. Yes. But I at did, the I end, did like the there was still no consequence, I felt. I feel like there should, like, the consequences they should have shown was the kids struggling to actually eat. And survive because they—that's the points of what they used to get their money. Yeah, I wouldn't have even been like I wouldn't have even minded that. I would have liked to have seen like the uh, class like class wars happen on this island where they're like, you know, uh, 
espionaging into the other camps to like. Well, I kind of did that. We, we see a little bit of that. Yeah, only from like two people. Yeah. I'm talking like like a class war situation where they're actually like constantly stealing shit from each other and they're having to like strategize like um, like bunker scenarios and mm-hmm. like different shifts and stuff. I would have loved to have seen that because then at least like. There would be more on the line, or like threatening of expulsion if you were the ones who were like last in, like if you had last place. I'm sure we'll get more expulsion threats as the series goes on. Yeah. Like I said, overall, the show wasn't bad. It was decent. I feel like, like kind of what Frenchie was saying, the first season was good, not great. What's going to happen next? is probably where things are going to start getting good. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of depth to the show so far. There really is, is not. The, o- the only thing we really have learned is that the main character, completely different than what we thought him to be, we thought that he was going to be, you know, a lovable loser, honestly. And, yeah. But uh, in reality, he's like the biggest mastermind out of all of them. Yeah. And, like, we knew that he I was hiding how intelligent he was because that's the entire point of the show so far. Right. And that's kind of uh, uh, typical for that type of character in that type of show. You I know, did, the, I the did like the... Oh, the guy that got 50% on the entrance exam and 50% on the first test <laughs> and 50% on the last one. Oh, what a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did like of how just like fucking flat his comedy was because there were certain yeah. things that he would just say that fucking crack me up. Yeah, a little bit, but I, I do like think the, he's an interesting character to watch moving forward. Knowing like, now, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Very good. Knowing now that you know how he is, how he is, I feel sense. like it's going to make things a lot more interesting later. I think it was really. I think it was just really difficult because of like. We did. We kind of knew that he was like, he had uh, like some sort of backstory, and we kind of got a little bit of a viewing of it. But now you really see just how like fucking sinister he is. He's like, it's like okay, I, it makes sense now. I mean, when he said the his little stuff at the end about using people as tools, it it made sense because at no point in the show did it ever actually seem like he gave a fuck about anybody even the people he's helping even the people who are trying to be his friend he very clearly does not care about them and he doesn't really make an attempt to uh try to be there for them as a friend it's just for even when he's helping out the one chick whose goal it is to get into a class he's like oh we're just doing this the one who has no friends for you yeah yeah who I also don't like her. She's also boring as shit. Yeah. There wasn't a lot of character development with this show. No. Until like the last episode. By then it was like minimal. But. Yeah. Should we get into ratings? We're doing that? Let's do it. Do Let's it. Get to it. Okay, Wiggy. What? You want to start? Or do you want me to? I didn't, I didn't do the show. Okay. Um, Wait, do we start with the person that does it? I don't fucking remember. It doesn't matter. I thought it was usually the host. I have no idea. All right. I, well, I can't. I don't have a. I don't have a list. So I'm gonna be dumb in it. Okay. So someone say the first one. Personal enjoyment. Six. Next one. Animation. Are you getting it? Yeah. Okay. Animation. Uh, seven. 
Character development. Four. Soundtrack. Five. World building. Four. Plot. Eight, because good concept, poor execution. VA performance. Six. Art style. Five, average, I've never seen anything I super liked. Uniqueness. Uh, three. Recommendability. Five. Twelve fifty three. I don't think the show's super unique. I feel like one Kakiguri assassination classroom just too off the top of my dome. Super unique, and they're very similar. There's also with other shows with the, kind of the same concept in anime. Mm-hmm. And I know I've seen, I just can't think of it on top of my head. With the concept of all these classes battling. Do I think they did it better? Fuck no. So that's why the Unis level so low. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, personal enjoyment I gave an 8 I actually enjoyed the show like watching it it felt it was a little bit of a slow burn but it was one that I didn't feel like it was a problem getting through like I hated the last one I fucking hated Bastard oh uh, me too every uh, episode was a fucking grind I didn't feel like that with this one uh, so Schneider. fun fact with that I was talking to I have this buddy that I work with and sometimes I'll tell him about the podcast stuff and I came up to to him either today or yesterday and I was like I hope I end up liking the <laughs> the next anime assignment because I haven't liked the past two before that was Spy Family and that was good but then I didn't like what was before that Green and Blue? <laughs> yeah God what the fuck was that show? <laughs> yeah Wiki you gave fucking uh, I didn't give No For Green and Blue? You gave Bastard a higher score than you did Classroom of the Elite. I, Technically, I, like I did Bastard too by one point. Oh, I fucking hated Bastard. You also gave Grand Blue a higher score than Classroom of the Elite. Yeah, I liked that show better than this one. Bastard also had more going for it on the technical dude, aspect. shut the fuck up, dude. You gave Neon Genesis Evangelion a fucking shit score. Um, animation, I gave this a 7. I thought a little bit of like extra animation we get is good. Uh, character development, five. Every character's pretty flat, but there are some glimpses here and there. Like, I thought the... I think her name is Horamita, the main girl. She does develop to learn to trust people and stuff like that, which at least there's a little bit mm-hmm. character development, so it's pretty average. Um, soundtrack, I really like the opening close for the show, actually. So I gave it an eight. World building, I do think they do a great job of establishing the hierarchy of the high school and how everything works there. I uh, gave that an 8. Plot, an 8. I thought the plot, like Wiki said, good plot, poor execution. Mm-hmm. VA performance, a 6. Um, I felt the the, the uh, voices fit the characters well. I do really like the transition in voices for the one girl that uh, it wants to be friends with everyone, but is actually secretly a bitch. Mm-hmm. I also like the fact that Justin Briner was the main character, mm-hmm. even though it didn't sound anything like him at, for the longest time. Yeah. Um, art style, seven. I thought every character had a pretty unique design to them, which I liked. And I actually kind of liked a lot of the character designs as well. Uh, uniqueness, six. I think that its specificness to it made it a little bit different, but like Wiki said, there's nothing... It's not, you know, extremely unique at all. Yeah. And recommendability gave a six. I think there are a lot of people that would like this type of show, but 
I'm not going to go out of my way to direct it to him. Overall, 69. Nice. 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 Did I get to 69 and then change some of my scores because I heard you guys like, yeah, I understand that, and then just boost something else? Yes, I did, because I wanted to stay at 69. That's fair. I mean, if you're there, you're there, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I dropped one score, like, one point, and I just boosted my personal enjoyment from a 7 to an 8. <laughs> uh, so, for me, personal enjoyment, I gave it a 7. Uh, I thought it was fine. Uh, it was... Most of my personal enjoyment from the show came from the island art. I thought that was really good. Uh, animation, I gave a 7. Uh, I thought it was pretty decent. It wasn't really... I didn't. It wasn't anything like, you know praise or celebrate, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't... Kanganashi, right? Yeah. Uh, character development, I gave it four. Hey, it's good for what it's trying to do. Uh, Suck. Yeah. yeah, character development, I gave it four. Uh, there wasn't really... There wasn't really much to, you know, talk about there. Soundtrack gave it seven. I actually thought that the music... In, I thought the music in the show, like, the episodes are really good. I really liked the intro. I thought the outro was fine. I really did like the intro. Um, World building, I gave a six. Uh, for what they were trying to establish, I think they did fine. I would have liked to have seen more of it versus what, you know, versus kind of the day one situation and then, you know, not really building on that in regards to the school itself. Uh, plot, I gave a seven. Uh, kind of, again, going back to what I was just saying, I would have liked to have seen more of the sinister and the scheming and the plotting compared to, you know. Shadows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, VA performance, I also gave it seven. I thought the voices fit pretty well with their characters. Uh, art style, I gave it eight. I really did like the art style. I really liked how each character was uh, drawn out and that everybody was different. Uniqueness, I gave it five. For obvious reasons. Uh, recommendation, I also gave it five. I think that this... Has a, this has an audience for sure. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten to season two. Uh, I'm not going to go out of my way, like Frenchie said, of you know recommending this to a lot of people, if any. But there is definitely an audience out there for this show. Uh, so total for me is 63. All right. So for me, my personal enjoyment is four. Uh, I did not like this show very much. I thought it was uh, pretty boring to be honest. Um, I tried not to do it less than Bastard because I thought I liked Bastard less, but uh, that one's at least flashy and people fight, so... It's, it also it's shallow. Schneider. Yeah, it's shallow, but it's it's a, it's a bias, so... Uh, animation, I gave a 7. It was pretty good. Uh, character development, I gave a 5. I thought uh, all the characters were... Um, just kind of whatever. Daddy. Uh, soundtrack, I gave a six. I did not like the soundtrack in this show very much. I thought it kind of fit, but uh, I wasn't a big fan of either the opening or the closing. Uh, world building, I gave a five. Uh, I thought it was fine, but kind of like you were saying, Crimson, I kind of wish that it would have dived into it a little more. Um, Plot, I gave a nine. Uh, I really do like the idea that they had set up. Um, voice acting, I gave a seven. I felt like everybody's voices felt fit pretty well. 
Uh, art style, I gave a six. Most of the time, like, all the character designs are pretty, like, they just sort of look like normal high schoolers. You want mm -hmm. sort of differences for their hair. So, that's uh, any positive points for, for me, I guess. Uniqueness, I gave a five. Uh, recommendability, I gave a four. Uh, honestly, if somebody was saying that they were thinking about watching this, I would... Like, don't uh, stop. No, I, I would be like, um, look, Frenchie has like a list of slice of life shows. That'd be way better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I was disappointed in this one. I thought it was going to be good. and I thought so too after that first episode. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, so I, I only saw a little bit of it and it was during the uh, uh, island arc. So, oh, okay. So I saw a little bit of the backstabbing and I thought it looked good. And I saw some good reviews online. Those people were wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, total is 58. Uh, I also expected it to be, to be a little better after that first episode, but yeah, can't win them all. So our average is 61. Still better than Bastard. <laughs> okay. What, what was Bastard's? 54. That sounds right. We've had a lot of bad ones this year. Hey, that's not a bad thing. Well, Spy uh, Family. That was a good one. Yeah, but one let's compared see. to that was that was one good one in a month of bad Konosuba. ones. Konosuba. The average for that was eighty. Dress of Darling was Konosuba was not an eighty. Konosuba averaged at eighty. Uh, really? That's not Konosuba. Oh no, you're right. My bad. Eighty six. I was gonna say eighty six was so much better than Konosuba. Okay, Most bad. of us didn't even like talking? Konosuba. Yeah. She's sleeping. Uh, so yeah, eighty six had eighty. My Justin Darling had an 83. JoJo's was last season, wasn't it? No, JoJo's had an 84. Yep. Oh, okay, so yeah. We, Classic Memories had an 80. So yeah, we've had we've had good ones. Skate the Infinity, 86. Made the best, 87. But, um, Grand's Life, 86. I'm starting to get more critiqued with my, my ratings, too. Yeah, I've been trying to do that, too. I'm trying but to get my decimal shit. Change it. 84. But, um, also... But the categories also make it fluctuate so much. Yeah. Because if, I mean, if Bastard didn't have good animation or a good soundtrack, that, the that score on that would have dropped hard. Oh, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> agree with that. Like, so this season, especially, I'm going more lately, go back down, because we had shows like Terraformars, um, fuck, where are the other ones? Yasuke, uh, Gangsta was fine, Konosuba was fine, Grand Blue, Bastard, Classroom of the Elite. I guess we started out decent. Oh, The Legend of the Legendary Heroes. God, that show's great. How to keep a mummy according to y'all. That was this season. Gross. How to keep a mummy? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> that was, that was his, this year. Oh, Madoka Magica. Madoka that was last year. Oh, yeah, that, that show was good. That was last year. Was it? it was? Yeah. There's no way it was last season. Redo no, Healer was, was it. Redo Healer was the first one of the... Oh, this was, af this was after I started keeping track. Yeah. Comey Can't Communicate was when I started keeping track of everybody's. Yeah, because Arcane and Wolfstream were our last two shows of last season. Yep. 
so. Oh my gosh, I need to get Kaylee to give me a show. I haven't asked her yet. Had a good start. Hey, Posimon, uh message me a show you want me to recommend next time I host. Had a good start, and then things have just kind of slowly been like teetering back and forth. I need to find another tearjerker. <laughs> I haven't had one since Plastic Memories. Oh, Made in Abyss Season 2. Grey will cry. No, you had Cutterer Lives Alone. That wasn't really a tearjerker. It was sad, but... Bro, the had, scene with the fucking time. mom's grave. Yeah. But also, Plastic Memories, though. That's fair. Dude, I don't even remember that show. It was the one with the robot girlfriend. Where she shut down at the very end of it. That shit was impressive. Yeah. Alright. Oh, wait, that's the one where they go and get people's dolls. Okay, yeah. 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 That one was kind of dead. Anime Iowa. Panel. 9 o'clock. Saturday. Programming 3. Or watch on Facebook. Come drink with me, too, if you want. Hell yeah. Follow my OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. I make really good content. Be there. Not the OnlyFans. And the cons. Skeleton Knight in Another World. Watch it. Oh, I forgot that's what it was. <laughs> Again. Dude, I'm have a, I'm been focusing, man. I'm doing the thingies. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Take it easy. Keep it sweet. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Weekly Weaves podcast. We'll be back next week with more exciting anime talk. Make sure to join us every show to stay up to date with what's going on in the world of anime. We'll catch you next time.